Yeah, and I think the the goal of what we're trying to do here, Kevin, right, is it, as the name strongly suggests, is trying to and and the symbol, honestly, like our our logo suggests, is something that Anders talked about quite a bit, which was really looking underneath the iceberg, kind of quote, like what is underneath this idea of expertise? What do people put in? How does one get themselves there? What does that look like? Um, and what can we learn about trying to profile some people's stories of their paths to not distill it, that this notion of expertise in an inaccurate way, which in some cases I think it has been at this point. You know, everybody knows a lot about this idea of the 10,000 hour, so-called 10,000 hour rule or deliberate practice, but they don't actually, you know, truly know what that means or, or what the research has shown and what that looks like in someone's, you know, real life experience of trying to make it uh, in all these different industries that we're going to have our guests from. All right, welcome to the Path Distilled. I'm your host, Kevin Harris. Uh, my co-host is Lauren Tashman. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Path Distilled. And we want to use this episode to kind of give you an overview of what our new podcast is. Uh, Lauren and I met when we were in graduate school at Florida State University, and we studied expert performance under one of the best-known experts on expertise in the world, Anders Ericsson. Also had the fortune uh, to study under Paul Ward and David Eccles, who are also uh, expertise researchers. So, yeah, I, mean, I remember, you know, coming in, you, I think you were already... Uh, research, a, a grad research assistant at the time I came in, right, Kevin? Um, yep. And I, you know, the first study that we were looking at was kind of like a retrospective on stressful SWAT police calls. But after that, the two studies we worked on were, uh, again, in SWAT police officers, but also critical care nurses, really looking at the difference between experts and novices for the purposes of trying to figure out how do we understand what makes experts experts, and even more so, what can we learn from that to help develop expertise? Anders Ericsson uh, was one of the pioneers of the study of expert performance, and what we really did with the next generation is we started looking, as Lauren was mentioning, looked at what we can learn from studying experts. And then we eventually moved on to developing training based on what we've learned. And so that factors into kind of what we're wanting to bring to the table here. Yeah. And I think the, the goal of what we're trying to do here, Kevin, right, is it, as the name strongly suggests, is trying to, and, and the symbol, honestly, like our, our logo suggests is something that Anders talked about quite a bit, which was really looking underneath the iceberg, kind of quote, like what is underneath this idea of expertise? What do people put in? How does one get themselves there? What does that look like? Um, and what can we learn about trying to profile some people's stories of their paths to not distill it, that this notion of expertise in an inaccurate way, which in some cases I think it has been at this point. You know, everybody knows a lot about this idea of the 10,000 hour, so-called 10,000 hour rule or deliberate practice, but they don't actually, you know, truly know what that means or, or what the research has shown and what that looks like in someone's, you know, real life experience of trying to make it uh, in all these different industries that we're going to have our guests from. 
And I think you hit the nail on the head. We really want to understand, uh, have a conversation with our guests, uh, hear what their path actually was, and then try to do that within the time frame of what's acceptable for people to listen to a podcast, basically. So in that sense, it's uh, even the the path distilled has those two meanings. Can we undercover or can we uncover what it is that uh, leads to expertise, but also uh, any individual's path? What can we learn in the time that we have? So. Yeah, and you you said a conversation. I think that's very much what the listeners can get from this is, you know, we're we're not using this formulaic approach to trying to interview people. We have a couple of questions that we do tend to ask them, um, but we really just try to tee them up to tell their stories. And as I've said to some of our guests, you know, just go on kind of a listening tour of helping them to to tell their stories and have a conversation with them about it so that we can all benefit. And so I think, um, do you want to tell them about some of the cool features, at least one that was brilliant that uh, you brought to the table? Yeah, so one of, I think, you know, the one you're talking about, the, the, the idea that we had was actually inspired by a qualitative research approach called photo elicitation, where you ask someone to use a photo to help them tell a story or to, to explain an experience that they had. So we have asked each of our guests to send to us at least one photo that represents uh, their path uh, or a, a, a pivotal moment along their path or epitomizes them and their or their story. Um, and so we bring this up during the conversations and we, we have the person talk through it and then we'll be sharing those on social media so that everybody can see what these moments were um, in, in the story arc of this person. Yeah, and I've loved so far, because of course we've done some of these before uh, we launch, um, and I've loved how well that has worked. Just having people think through the process of what was pivotal for them also helps once they get on the podcast and helping tell their story, because I think I try to do it for myself as far as what I would consider pivotal moments. And I guess uh, there were more than one I could identify. And so I think sorting through what represents them the best, I think prepares their mind and it also makes it exciting because, uh, and sometimes we can obviously have more than one and we'll feature those. And some people it might just be one single pivotal moment, but I think that helps them explore it and it helps uh, the listener explore it. And like you said, we will be posting those pictures on our social media accounts so the listener can go and find those pictures as well. And I think, you know, the cool thing we've seen so far, right, out of our guests is that these pivotal moments or things that stand out come at different time points in their story. Some people have sent us an image that really like epitomizes the beginning place of their story. Other people at some point throughout others, uh, it's been something, you know, relatively recent. And I think the other cool thing is we've we've allowed people um, to submit either a photo that that they have or take a photo of an item or an object that epitomizes them or their story. So I think that's kind of a, a cool feature of it too. So uh, we hope that you all, the listeners, really appreciate that we've tried to, to do that and, and shed light on kind of a different way of approaching the, you know this, this interview process. The other thing that we try to do, which stands out given the conversation we were just having about how we met and why we started this podcast is we asked people to weigh in on the nature nurture debate. And I think that that's been so interesting thus far in the conversations we've had with people to see first and foremost, how do they even define nature versus nurture? 
because that's different for everybody. And then we ask them to think about, you know, kind of which, how much they attribute to each. And some people have given us exact percentages like we've asked for, and, and some people have kind of given us some sort of conceptualization or visualization of this idea of, of nature versus nurture. And then we, we also try to hear what do they think in, relative to their own story? You know, personally, what has, what has been more of a feature for them or how has this looked for them? Definitely. And it's been, like you mentioned earlier, we try to get a wide range, but I've been impressed with, maybe not impressed, but amazed at some of the themes that we're already seeing. And so I want our listeners to know that some of, some of our bonus episodes will be some reflection and analysis that we do trying to identify some trends uh, that we'll be posting semi-regularly. And then we'll also have some bonus episodes with some of the researchers, but you'll be able to determine if you like strictly the conversations with the guests, then you can stick to those. If you want to hear both academic takes on it, then look for those bonus episodes uh, with the researchers that we know in the field. And I think it'll be a good mixture. Yeah, and right. Like we've thought about already some some researchers and thought leaders that we're going to bring on to not have a, a too academic feel to the conversation, but have a different kind of framing of the conversation on what are we learning from these stories? What are some of the themes that are coming up, the similarities? What are some of the differences? Um, and remember, we're trying to bring on people from various uh, contexts and sectors of performance. So sport, music, other areas of performing arts, entrepreneurs, you know, different, different, not only contexts and performances, but also different roles within those performance domains. Exactly. And kind of uh, pulling from, if you, anybody's interested, this is on the, uh, what I'm about to say is on the About Us on our website, but we feature both an exploration of the shared human experience of striving for success, but also useful strategies for the aspirational listener. So in all of that, we're hoping to have uh, something for everybody. So if we're not only the listener, but also the guest, I, I hope that they enjoy the experience, which in turn allows the audience or the listeners uh, to get something out of it or more out of it. So, And so, yeah, it, that's the thing that we've tried to make it, you know, make it a conversation, but make it a, hopefully where our hope is that, um, anybody that listens to any of these stories will learn something through somebody else's story. And then one of the other features that we've tried to include is at the end of every interview, we ask the person what they think their the biggest takeaway from their story is. So you can be learning from hearing this person talk about their story. And then at the end, hear from them what they think uh, the biggest takeaway that is, was for them. And then decide for yourself, you know, after listening from their story, what do you think the biggest takeaway was that can benefit you and that you can apply to your life and your performance? So we hope you will uh, have a listen to The Path Distilled um, and get to uh, enjoy and learn from the amazing guests that we have and will continue to have on the show. We have enjoyed them immensely uh, getting to talk to these people and we hope you enjoy them as much as we have. You can find us wherever you get your podcast. And if you enjoy the show, uh, please rate us, leave comments. Um, if you can share it, let at least one person, if not two, know about the show. And also head over to our social media right now. We're on Instagram and Twitter so that you can follow us along there and see the extra content we'll be sharing about each of the episodes. Like I said, that the photos that our guests submit um, and also be engaging in conversation with our listeners so we can create a community of listeners so that we can all learn and grow together. 
The Path Distilled is hosted by Kevin Harris and Lauren Tashman, created and produced by Kevin Harris. The content is copyrighted by The Path Distilled, all rights reserved. fun stuff to use even if we're not uh formally you just in want to make fun of me at some point <laughs> <laughs> maybe <laughs> i didn't have that goal in mind but that might work out <laughs> so.